1: From Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And there is no welcome at. This is episode 656. And Cecil, Yeah, today... It is the triumphant return, yes, of the roast, the vulgarity for charity. We have done our first record of some, I would say, extremely high quality, long awaited, wow, low quality. Wow. There are some written and
2: read roasts. We, roast. we read did some, some things
1: work. out loud, and we wrote some things put down. Put in some
2: effort. Here's the thing. Yeah,
3: vulgarity for charity is kicking off, and oh. we were joined later on this episode. With Heath, Noah, and Eli from The Scathing Atheist, we team up every year. Sometimes it lasts two years, but every year we team up to do this Vulgarity for Charity with them. And we are, at this point, I can tell you for sure, we're over $200,000. Later on in the show, we're going to say it again, and there's a chance we're even higher by then because this won't be posted until later on. And we're still doing our charity stream tonight. So there's a lot going on, and it's been a great, great outpouring of support. So if you haven't, today's Monday that this is releasing, If you haven't donated, you still have until Thursday, Thanksgiving in America to donate and help someone out. So all you gotta do is donate $50 or more, gets you eligible to get picked for a roast. Uh, we're, We're picking 100 random roasts out of the pot. And I'm telling you right now, there's not a ton of people that have joined in. There's a lot of money that's been given but not a
1: ton of people. So there's a chance your roast gets picked. Your odds are excellent. So we're we're doing the top 100 donors and a random smattering of the next 100. So 200 donors. 200 donors. We haven't gotten 300 donors yet. Chances are you'll be picked. I mean, that's a really good looking. We are looking right now at a very high likelihood. Enter now, get your money in, do some good. $50 Charity is important. Modest Needs does enormously valuable work, guys. It bridges that gap. We've talked about this before, but... You know, the American safety net is full of fucking holes. It is yeah, full of holes. Absolutely. It is a shitty, lousy safety net. We shouldn't have to rely on the largesse of others. We shouldn't have to rely on charity to meet that middle space, but the reality is that we do. Yeah. And so many of us have found ourselves at one time or another in our lives in need of a car repair we couldn't afford yep. or a, you know, you know, I was just reading something the other day in in the, in the north uh in the northeast in the New England. A lot of people get their heat from heating oil. So here in the Midwest, I didn't even know this until Haley and I started dating. Here in the Midwest, I never think about my heat. I go, I turn it on. I have to pay the bill. You know, I have to pay a gas bill. Sure. But like they don't turn your fucking gas off and like by law in Illinois between certain months because they, they won't let you actually freeze to death. But in New England, you have to buy heating oil that they drive to your house Really? Yeah, and they pump heating oil. Like you have- Do you have gas lights in your house Like too? a, I know, man. What it seems happening? so old time. Do they drive it with yeah, a horse and yeah, carriage? It is- Please say they do. They, be, be the, And then they put the coal down It'd the coal chute and it's like, a, and then the chimney sweep comes <laughs> by, shook us, shook shook us up here. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So they they drive actual, honest to God, like oil for the burn to your house and you store your- And so yeah. that the cost of that is going up mm-hmm. as inflation. And so- People are running out of the ability to buy heat wow. right now. So we're we're entering into the wintertime. People need help of all sorts. A, an organization like Modest Needs can help give somebody heat in their home. Yeah. It's that essential. This is yeah. like life and death kind of shit for some people.
3: Yeah, it's really important. And any any amount helps. $50 gets your roast, but any amount helps, right? You can do $5, you can do $10. You can do, you know, $20, whatever you can give to them send it along and then send it to us. You know, right. you, you might not be able to get a roast, but we'll be able to add it into the kitty and we'll be able to add it up to the total. And it will done. matter. And it's going to matter. And this is secular people giving, right? This is what this is about. This is what this whole thing has always been about. This is saying to all those people out there who say, you know, the the charitable giving always comes from the religious. That's not true. At this point right now, we're over a million dollars for our charity. Over, 000, 000 right over a million right now. That's right yeah. now. Right. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be more than that, but it's all right now. over yeah, The
1: aggregate total over what? Like well, four, four years? Four years.
3: I was looking at four my years. Facebook memories and we were absolutely through the moon that we we reached like $20,000. I remember that. We were absolutely through yep. the moon. But the thing is, is our community is a giving community. It is. And they recognize the good that comes from this. And so we would encourage you, if you have any extra, give to Modest Needs this year.
4: Master. Renfield, look at me. I'm drinking wine and eating chicken. Master, what are you doing out in the daytime? Relax, Renfield. I am cure.
5: No, no, you're not. Look.
1: All right, so this story, Cecil, comes from Business Insider. Herschel Walker veered off in a campaign speech to rant about werewolves killing vampires. Tom, I want to start by saying yep. a very,
3: very modest red ripple rolled through yep. the house. The Senate, it appears right now is 50, 50 can be 50 or pardon me. It's, it'll be, it's, it's 49 50. Right. And it could be 51 49. Right. Depending on where this race Turning on is. this, this, this is, a, this is now a runoff. Oh, millions of people voted for Herschel Walker. Think, millions. Think about that. Millions of people voted for Herschel Walker. Now, several of these other states that they thought for sure they were going to flip it did not happen. The Senate especially did not happen. Some of these other states, they thought, I was reading a very, what I thought was a pretty average run-of-the-mill estimate when when the the election started was the House, the Democrats were going to be able to keep 209 to 211 seats. That was about what they were thinking they were going to do. And that's not bad, really. That's not a terrible majority. It's not now they're looking at right now, it's 214 is what they're thinking the Democrats will get probably at the end. Yeah, the- it is
1: the slimmest of margins in the House. In the House, it's tiny. And and, and, and for yeah. for a for a body that has 438 total seats, yeah. to have it come down to a majority of three yeah. or a majority of four, it's, it's nothing. It's slight. It's, it's a fucking nothing burger.
3: They're already talking about what they're gonna do. They're already talking about how they're gonna bring up Hunter Biden. That's yeah. the first thing that they, that literally <laughs> the first thing on their plate after they've gotten control of the House, guys, that'll tell you exactly where the Republican Party mindset is. They immediately said they're going to go after Hunter Biden. They're Good, immediately yeah, that said helps the American because, people. Because, you know, they ran on high gas
1: prices and inflation,
3: but the first thing they're going to do, of course, is go after yeah. Hunter Biden. Well,
1: because because they're tough on crime, yeah. right? This is the, They are the tough yeah. on crime party. They're out there. They're going to make sure that, you know, you don't get carjacked or whatever it is that they're trying to sell you the fear of. And the way they'll do that is by investigating somebody who is not a government employee. Murder. Yeah,
3: exactly. Right. What are you going to do to him? What, do you, what, what What's your plan? What What do I you, give a what shit? What are you going to do? He's not a fucking government employee. You're going to impeach him for right. nothing? That's right. not going to. It's so, It's super stupid. It's really just a lame use of resources. And they're going to run. They're basically going to run this. The, the thing is, though, they're required to have people on the on the the other side that'll be Democrats. So they have right. to give the Democrats some time. So they'll probably just be like, making it'll be in fun of them the whole time. So it'll just be theater. But understand this. The the Republicans not only have an advantage when it comes to gerrymandering, they they did a good job of gerrymandering enough so that they only had they had many deep, deep red seats and they only had to win a few toss-ups yeah. to, in order to get, get a house. So and the and this and the Senate is already leaning towards them. The Senate already leans towards the right. But the, the they also have the amazing ability that the right does of not having to do anything in one house and it stops all the government. So they don't have to capture all three houses to get anything done right to get the thing that they want done, they only need one. They just need one and they can stop all of government with just one because for them, seizing ceasing everything is important. yeah, well, that's it's
1: you know you you hit you hit the nail on the head because republicanism and conservatism, unlike progressivism or liberalism, is about not making progress. Yeah, right, right, So for us, we need all three bodies of government in order for us to yeah. push forward an agenda because it's a, it's a proactive agenda of actual legislation and money that needs to be spent in order to move the country forward. Yeah. But if your goal is to grind America to a halt because you have no ideas and you have nothing to fucking offer and your actual agenda is not solving America's problems and that's how we solve America's problems. Yeah. Then all you have to do is be the big anchor cock block. You don't have to do it. Your job is to not get laid. Yeah. That's the easiest fucking job ever. Well, and the, and the,
3: the issue here is they... They could not get laid in any one of the different houses of government. Right, right. They could not right. get laid in the in the Senate. They could not get laid yep. in the House. I don't. They could not get laid as in a
6: box. They I could not get laid on as a not box. Eat like, green eggs.
3: In <laughs> I will not eat your green eggs. In no, but but like if they have the presidency, we've seen it happen before, where the president won't do anything, even though that they've lost both House and Senate. Right, or mm-hmm. they, you know, we saw what happened too. How how much. Uh, disruption can happen even when they just lose one of these. Even when you just lose one of these houses, you know, the Senate or the House, you're going to, there's going to be just a grind to the halt. So that's what's happening now. Right now, though, there is a fight for the Senate. And Herschel Walker, millions of votes. And here's what he said. He's back on the campaign
1: trail, guys. He's back on the campaign trail because he's got it. There's a runoff. I will admit, I found, and I I just, I'm not going to give anything away, but I will say, I found this both relevant, compelling, and cohesive.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> There's a line that Dave Chappelle did on his stand-up for the for Saturday Night Live, and he said, "He stopped me. He's like Herschel Walker is observably stupid." And I was like, <laughs> "You know what? He really is. He is. He really is." He is. Okay, he is. So here we go. Here is the ever observably stupid Herschel Walker. And and, and I, wanna, so I want you. To, I want to preface this by saying he's literally just trying to tell a story, a simple story <coughs> with a simple punchline, yes. and it takes him over two
1: minutes to get there. The, yeah, where's that clip of that kid is like, and then but and then about a and then you ever had a dream where you and then you, and then you where you had a dream? And then uh, yes. You, yeah. This is, this is Walker, Herschel
3: the Walker. The campaign it's speech. insanity. I can't believe this guy. Is gun- <laughs> he could possibly be a senator.
7: Here we well, go. I want you to keep the faith. Oh, do you ever watch a stupid movie late at night hoping it's going to get better, don't get better, but you keep watching it anyway? Because <laughs> the other night, the other night I was watching this movie, I was watching this movie called Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night, but it was about vampires. I don't know if you know vampires and cool people, are they not? But I'm going to tell you something that I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Do you know that? <laughs> what is I never happening? Did that, so I don't want to be a vampire anymore. I want to be a werewolf. But then anyway, as I'm watching this movie, and then tell you tell how stupid it is because it's one in the morning. So I'm watching my TV. Are these kids watching their TV, uh, a vampire kill on their TV? So, you know, it's kind of stupid, but I'm still watching though. As I'm watching this show, one <laughs> of these kids are in the
1: audience, aren't you like, yeah, it is kind of stupid, but I'm still watching. Are you, are you feeling this it, moment right that, now? What was that like? <laughs> it's like one time my dog farted and sneezed at the same
3: time or whatever. And then are just like, cool, man. That's super cool. What is it's that like, happening? What is it? It's it's every... Okay. You ever had a two-year-old come up to you and try to tell you a story yes. about something? It's more cohesive than that. Yes.
1: It's more cohesive... It doesn't take this long. Try
3: to tell you something.
1: It, I, what, what, is, what is astonishing? First of all, can you imagine being one of his handlers right now? And you're like a serious person who's always wanted you to be are and you're a just serious like, person. And you're just like you're, you're thinking, fucker. I, I wow. went to Georgetown.
6: Right. Yes, I know.
1: <laughs> you're
3: like, I this I am in debt for so much long money. Over this. Actually, I'm not because my parents paid for me to go, but it doesn't matter. It was a lot uh, of money. And I wasted my time. I could have been fucking ass deep in ass the right whole time instead of, <laughs> I, I got up early and went to fucking class. And now I'm I'm following fucking Herschel Walker around and he's bumble fucking a story that literally, Tom, this story takes no effort to tell. What he's trying to say yeah. when you get to the final punchline, it, it takes you will be, no
1: effort. You will be blown away you, that that's the punchline. This, this is my I love this so much. And also. The laughs that he gets are so out of proportion to anything I know. funny that he it, said.
3: I think it's nervous that, laughter.
1: I, I think there's... If you're in the audience for Herschel Walker, you're really in the audience to not be in the audience of Warnock. Yeah. That's what you you're did. Just, yeah, you anti- showed up yeah, to oppose anti- somebody. Exactly. And look, exactly. I kind of get that, but also... I would stand in, and be like, "Oh, oh God, God, really? This grimace-ass motherfucker, <laughs> really? Can't. In your purple sport coat, telling I, a story about werewolves." Of
3: All the people I don't like in politics, there are there's there's dozens of them. You know what I mean? Like there's dozens of people that I just that I just absolutely loathe. And I gotta be honest, like I can't imagine motivating myself to go to the other person's just because I dislike. Something. Yeah, no, same. It same. feels like such a fucking. I, I don't know, man. It feels like you really just have to have a hate on in order to do that, to just yeah. be so angry about the other person. Cause there's no way you're in this audience for Herschel Walker's yeah, tight right. fights. No, there's I no know. Way. Yeah, right. Exactly. You're there's not like, no way.
1: Nobody's looking at that guy and being like, Hey, respect. That's my boy. Nobody. No, no, no. Are you serious? I can't. I mean, I would imagine
3: I, if I was his handler I would give him three things to say and make him write it
1: down like Sarah Palin on his hand. Yeah, he, you, I would give him two things to say and have him write three in the hopes that he'll remember to read two of them. He, he would, I would make him write it on his hand. I would literally yeah. make him write it on his hand. Is, is he the dumbest? I'm not even kidding. Is he the genuinely, is he the dumbest candidate you've ever seen in modern politics? I think
3: Herschel Walker was seriously damaged in the NFL. I genuinely yeah, I, do. Yeah, right. Because I, 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 I just don't think, I think there's something
1: seriously wrong with him. I, well, I, I think mean,
3: he has that CTE or whatever it is. I think whatever, so because,
1: yeah. I mean, his, he wrote a memoir in 2008. He wrote a memoir in 2008 outlining, and so this is the candidate that the Republicans have floated, right? So his memoir in 2008 explicitly outlines his struggles with violence and with mental illness and like dissociative identity disorder, and you're like, bro, this is the best guy. Bro. There's there's bro. only a hundred seats. There's a hundred senators. How did
3: they dig up the guy who lost last time? That R- I do, right. Go dig up that girl that Kelly lady or whatever her name, Kelly Laughlin or whatever. Literally, her name this- go dig him up. They got. It. What are they doing, man? Like this is your this is the Republican yep.
1: Party in Georgia, and you chose this guy. Yeah, but cynically. They chose him because he's a black guy well, to oppose a black guy. That's it. Absolutely. And they're just right. like Absolutely the, right.
3: That's it. You're absolutely right. What a
1: fu- And he's got amazing name recognition. I, amazing name recognition.
3: He does. He absolutely does. But guys, just continue to listen to this because I can't even with this story. No, I, it, th- does this it, is, it, it does not get better.
7: better. In that attic, at their house. So they were watching their TV. This is now really out of sync. They're watching their TV or they see the vampire killer on their TV. So they win this contest to bring this actor. Now, y'all got to stay with me. Bring this actor who's a vampire killer from that TV to get rid of this real-life vampire and they're at it. So as this actor comes to their home, he got all the right stuff. He got all the right stuff because you know got to have a state and got to have a thing to to kill him in the heart. And he got a necklace of garlic, because that worked. I don't know what it does, but it worked. got to have a cross because it burned. I know that worked. And then all of a sudden, this is what was so funny about it. As they're walking through the house... This, this, this guy's got the holy water. He's blessing the house, this actor. Now, he's all fake. He's blessing the house with his holy water. They walked upstairs and this vampire looking real good in this black suit. Whoa, that sounds like Senator Warnock, doesn't it? Looking all good.
1: That's a great joke. That's it. That, because he looks good in a suit. Did you hear the fucking
3: laughter I know. that came up? They. You're right. I think you're right. They just don't like Warnock. They That's just
1: what they're don't for. like him. You're not there. Look, I get it. Like You want to go to the Herschel Walker event to get his autograph on your football. Right, because he was a big football deal. You know what? You're probably right. You're probably. That's right. what is showing yeah. up. They're showing up. It's like sign my tits. You know what I mean? It's like it's nothing. It's fucking fan worship garbage. That's it. Because they liked him as a football. He's guy. gonna need a big pen if for to sign my. tits. <laughs> he's gonna need a he's one gonna, of those he's flat he's sharpies. Need one of those big sharpies <laughs> to sign my tits. Because you won't even see it if it's like a regular pen. I be like whatever. If is I had a hair, what is that? <laughs> if I ever meet a celebrity, I'm gonna have him sign my tits. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you got to do it to like somebody, a low-level celebrity, like a Skeptic of the Year. Oh. Like Marsh. Is get there him, a lower
1: level? Give Marsh to sign that is your a, tits. Yeah, I'm going to have Marsh. Get Marsh to sign if I, if, I see, if I see Marsh again in person, I'm going to have him sign have my him tits. Have him sign your tits. Put them, push them together. Like, Oh, like cleavage absolutely. Him out, I'm gonna, cleavage them out. Cleavage about. out. There you so go. Be like... New. Can you get right in there? Can you get
7: right in there? In black suit, He's like, floated he from the ceiling. <laughs> he floated from the ceiling looking good and cool. And I'm thinking, whoa, they better get out of that house. If somebody float from your ceiling, get out of that house. That's that's not your house. But as he floated from the ceiling, the kid jumped behind that hero. As they jumped behind that hero, the guy jumped in front of him with this holy water, threw it on the vampire forehead. He covered his eye. And he took his hand away. He started laughing. And he said, that don't work. He took the cross. He put it on the vampire forehead. And the vampire didn't even do anything. Jesus he said, that Christ. don't work. Still but that's going. the way it is in our life. It yes. doesn't even work it unless you got faith. It is time for us to have faith.
3: Okay. There we go. Okay. So, Tom, this, this is a three-sentence story.
1: How long have we listened it's so a, far? This
3: is over two minutes. Yeah. It's a three-sentence story to set the scene to say, I was watching Fright Night. There was a preacher in there. He didn't have faith. He came up and he had a cross and he put it on the vampire's head and the vampire laughed at him because he didn't have faith. And what we need now is faith. Faith. We need, you know, I mean, it's two sentences. It's two sentences. The setup is two sentences to get there.
1: 30 seconds into the song, George Michael told you to have faith like 10 times. He did. He said, like, you that's gotta it. have it. You gotta have you faith. You gotta have it. He just, and like, then he danced in real tight jeans. That's Real, real tight. tight. Really real tight jeans. Real wow. If he wasn't dead, I'd vote for him over Herschel Walker. You know what? Actually, I would even vote, dead, I would I'd vote, vote for him for over Herschel
3: Walker. auto-erotic mm. asphyxiated corpse <laughs> of Michael. I don't even know if that's how he died. Uh, most of them, Most of the, those guys die like that, though. Most, I got to admit, like most of them I, die I like actually that. think almost every celebrity like almost dies every of, of auto asphyxiation. Young, they just die of that. They're just like, yeah, man.
1: <laughs> now, but this seriously it takes him two minutes to get there. Two minutes. Two mi- and, and the crowd and is still there. I would leave. I would go home. I would fall asleep. Jesus. This, I would do anything to not be there anymore. Oh, what a
3: horror that
1: is. <laughs>
3: I can't imagine. I cannot imagine. You know, there's sometimes you hold your nose. I'm going to give an example. A couple years ago, when when Rouner and Pritzker were oh, running yeah, against yeah. one yeah, great another. Great example. When Rouner and Pritzker were running against another. Now, you got to know, in this state, I have not liked the governor in since I've been voting. So over 20 years, now, uh, I didn't like the governor. Cause the Blagojevich was Blagojevich a shit and was a, a shit. corrupt shit. Um, and then, you know, like there was other people before him, like an Edgar or something that was shit. Yeah, and, he then was they, a shit. and then they came back with like a, a Republican for a while. And then they went back to a Democrat and back and forth. It's been, there was a, there was a, uh, another Democrat in there who was garbage. And so there's just like, like they just were bad at their job and they were corrupt. And, and two of them went shitty, to jail, one right were, after the they other. They were awful. They were yeah. just the worst, right? So every governor that's come, in i've i've actually been for many years i've been protest voting in this state because genuinely and this is like where where in other states it does in in other races it does matter because there is a lesser evil in this state there just wasn't sometimes it was was like they're both so bad i was voting green party this last time around rauner the guy who was the republican ran this this state into the ground he was terrible governor genuinely terrible and finally Pritzker was running and I hated Pritzker. I like fucking hate him. I was like, no, I don't want to do it. He's a fucking billionaire. Fuck billionaires. Shouldn't be in there. I held my nose and voted for him. Yep. That is like the one time I can remember being like, I got to hold my nose and vote for this person. I got to hold my nose and vote for this person. I can't imagine doing that for Herschel Walker. He's stupid. I can't imagine thinking that this is going to be the lesser of two evils.
1: He, I I can't imagine living in a, like waking up and living in a world where Herschel Walker is an American senator is a fucked world. It's a terrifying we, world. Like, there, there's, we're at this like crazy place and I, and I don't think it's a both sides-ism. There are some genuinely, and no kidding around about it, there are some genuinely just objectively stupid people on the right that have made their way into the halls of power in a way that should scare us because it's not okay. Yeah, Herschel Walker is a frighteningly unqualified human being.
3: Herschel Walker, though, is is genuinely, I would say, maybe 15 to 20 IQ points lower than the other people. Yeah, have. man. Like, Herschel Walker, I, and this is, I, I, I 100% yes. blame this on, the, on the, the damage he took in the NFL, but I think he was... I think he was seriously damaged and he feels like he is much, much more dim than these other people that have been in there. Oh, yeah.
1: Like, like, And I mean, genuinely, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, they seem genuinely stupid. Yeah, like like, I think you could take like the Cawthorns, the Gates, the Greens, the Boeberts, you could put them all in a fucking room. They're all dumber than a bag of fucking hammers. They're not smart people. They're not people. smart people. But like, regardless of the reason why Herschel Walker is stupid... He's stupid. Stupid. Like, he's just at a place where he's not a smart guy. He's not... This is not a problem solver. No. What the fuck is he talking about in America right now? How is this two-minute conversation about fucking werewolves and vampires going to help America? What is his fucking plan? He has no plan. This is a guy that, like... Held a gun to his ex-wife's fucking head. His plan is to not be Reverend <clears throat> Warnock, who was
3: a pretty innocuous ca- character, as far as I was concerned. The right. only thing The thing that was distasteful for me was he was a reverend. Yeah, I can't I know. imagine people in Georgia not connecting with the fact that he's a reverend. But somehow, yeah.
1: Well, there's a bunch of them that are like, "All right, you can be a reverend, but you're still black, yeah. so I'm voting against." Man, but then then you got to vote again. Then you got this guy, and it's like, and they, they what the this fuck?
3: Is, this is this is the candidate. That they are they are showing, I think, to all the white establishment down there that he will do what we say. I think and so I too, think because that's that's the only thing that he's been displaying on any time he's ever spoken is that he will do what what his what his handlers tell him. Thank you. He is the most
1: transparent puppet. Yeah, that, that I you think that's po- it. I think he's that's a it. he's like he's just gonna like be like, where do I sit? What well, do I do? And How not, is politics? And it,
3: and it is because and they're trying to make it apparent to all the people that are going to vote. Yeah. But I don't think this is motivating enough if you don't have other people on the
1: ballot. I think he's going to get fucking stomped. I hope he gets I think he's going to get fucking stomped. I hope he gets crushed.
8: I will tell you what democracy is. Democracy is the worst.
3: And it's talking and listening to every stupid opinion. And everybody's vote
4: counts, no matter how crippled or black or female they are.
1: Sister so comes from right wing watch Nick Fuentes says the results of the 2022 elections prove why we need a dictatorship this is the quiet part out loud this is a lot this is the quiet this part out loud this so is so exactly much what this yep. is.
3: and this guy is essentially a fascist so he is he's a scary scary person on the right who has been Banned from multiple places on the right because they recognize that he is a toxic brand. Yeah. Um, because he's a
1: fascist. And he's he's openly he's a open- white nationalist. He's this is this Nick Fuentes is the same guy who openly said, like six, three, three to six months ago, something like, you know, Hitler was right, or yeah, like we, we shouldn't said, be joking said, about Hitler. Like,
3: he said, well, like Hitler did. He's like, I can't say that, or something. Yeah. You know, basically something. It was something. I mean, I, I think I'm probably being
1: less. Less racist. horrible than what he yeah. said. He said some horrible, like, yeah. Hitler's pretty cool, but we're not allowed to say it.
3: Just looking at him, though, young Jerry Lewis. That's he does? what it looks like to me. It looks like a young Jerry Lewis, which is a, 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 huge, Goodness gracious. a huge bash to Jerry Lewis. It is. I was <laughs> a <losing> Jew. So <laughs> here
9: we go. You got to recognize the fact that this is a godless country. I hate it.
3: It's immoral, it's wrong. Even his mannerisms, now you're not watching this at home. If you're not watching this and just listen to it, he's got his elbows sort of dug into his waist and he's doing the lady thing. He's
1: kind of got that sort of like, it's the, even the mannerisms are very similar. He's weird, man.
3: He's He's a
1: very weird, smug, smarmy little fuck. Yeah. That's what he is. Yeah, This is a guy that like, I don't. I genuinely. I do not advocate for violence. But if it happened, yeah, you would be like, I could have cake. It's like watching. It's
3: like watching <laughs> that one guy get punched in the face. That Spencer guy, right? When you're like, oh, somebody punched that guy in the face. Anyway, <laughs> like, yeah, you're just like you're. It literally changes nothing about your day. Right. You're just like, oh yeah, that guy got punched in the face. Anyway, right? You're like, uh, I would like some cream yeah. in my and coffee. Like, oh, okay. And yeah. You're just sipping your tea on the side, like, uh huh. Hmm.
9: <laughs> It's heinous, it's evil, but this is an evil country. And this country will surprise you with how evil it is. And that's why you got to get this out of your head that there is some silent majority cavalry that's going to come out of the woods and save us at the last minute. It's not. When we meet the left on the battlefield and they outnumber us like five to one, they do. that's it. People think we're going to start getting cut down and then at the last minute, they're going to blow the Volkish horn and the silent majority.
3: The what horn? That's the, uh, that's the Nazi party. Volk. Holy shit. Yeah, he's talking about the Nazi party. Holy shit, yeah, really? Volkisch is the white, is the nationalist party that was... Oh my God. Yeah, no, I mean, he's a fucking straight up Nazi. Oh my God. He's a straight up fucking I Nazi. I thought
1: it was like maybe like a Lord of the Rings no. reference or something. I mean, do you want to look it up? No, I believe so you. let's look it up. Let's look I, it up. But I was just like, so I was going to make fun of him for like making a nerd reference. No, Instead, he's making, not, he's making a
3: fucking hate-filled reference.
1: So, Oh, it's an ethno-nationalist movement from fucking oh god! That's Nazis, right? Yeah. I mean, it's Volkish horn. He's saying ooh. Volkish. Erected an idea of blood part, and soil.
3: Part of a series oh, on Nazism. God. Yeah, I mean, it's he's a hundred percent. This is this is a white. This is a Nazi reference. It's a Nazi. He's making a Nazi reference as if his side is going to be rallied by a Nazi horn. This, if, if you see, if you hear this guy and you kind of agree with him, you're a fucking Nazi, man. You're a Nazi, yep. period.
1: You're a fucking Nazi. So this guy is not, this guy isn't fucking, this isn't a dog whistle. This is a megaphone. Yeah. And you can't be a little bit Nazi. Right, right. No, you're a hundred percent a Nazi. It's Nazi Nazi. like being pregnant. You're, you cannot <laughs> be a little pregnant. I'm a half you're pregnant. A, <laughs> you're you are fi- This guy is a, like, as soon as you, because what he's saying too is like, this country is an evil country because- the Nazis are outnumbered five Nazis
3: to one. Because the Nazis are outnumbered five to one. And I love... The young people came out to vote this time. That was, yeah, I that know, was shown man. that the young How shocking people, is that? The young people came out to vote. They came out. They uh, like we've been telling millennials for a long time to get out and vote. And they but were they were unmotivated. Gen for a long Z time. came but out. Gen Z was like, fuck you, I'll do this thing. Yep. And they came out and voted like crazy. They
1: stomped, man.
3: Absolutely crazy. And he's mad about that. He's yep. upset about that. He recognizes, like you've been saying for a long time. They're outnumbered.
1: They are outnumbered. You know what's in my, my stepson turns 18 in time to vote for the 2024 election. My stepson is fucking jazzed. He is excited. He wants to know like, when can he register? Yep. How soon can he get like it's like I'm seeing trust posts, me? I'm
3: seeing posts from young people on like Reddit who are saying, I'm in this state. I don't turn 18 until. Uh, until right before the vote next time, can I vote in the primary? And in some states- Oh, you can? You can. Uh, our state is one of those, where if you turn Wait, 18, really? I'm pretty sure, at least our- I, I was, this guy listed oh. a bunch of states, and I thought I saw a state, there. I'm not going to be 100% honest. I don't, I didn't, I just did a quick search. So just look for your state though. But in some states, if you turn 18 before the actual election, but you aren't 18 by the time of the- they will they will allow you to vote in that, oh, really? in that primary so you can vote in the primary beforehand which normally happens seven eight months beforehand right. so you can vote in those primaries so and in different places there's open primaries in our state it's closed primary where you have to pick right. a party so you know it just depends on how your state runs it but yeah the, the young he's upset he's super mad about young people because. He knows what you've been saying for a long time, which is they're outnumbered. And they're outnumbered by a lot. They're yep. outnumbered by a little bit. They had to do a lot of work on the back end to get this house thing. Yeah, they had to cheat. Own. They had to they go They had to on. fucking cheat. And then, and then New York tried to cheat a little too much. And then they got bounced.
1: Yep. And that's so, really why we, yeah, and that's why
3: we lost the house. that's why we lost the house because they, they tried to cheat seats. too much. They tried to do too much in, in in New York and it got redistricted. Yep. And it, and it fucked us. So...
9: Majority's going to come running in from the flanks. I want to just
3: play the Nazi part again, real quick. Yeah. So just nobody so get, loses no, context no, nobody of it. loses the yeah. context. Here we go. Now that we've looked that's it up, that's
9: it. People think we're going to start getting cut down, and then <clears> at the last <throat> minute they're going to blow the Volkish horn and the silent majority's going to come running in from the flanks on horses, and they're just going to start cutting up. It's not going to happen. No, because won't. we are in the we are in the minority. Yeah, because you're there evil. There are not as many of us as there are of them. If they all had to vote. If you forced every man and woman in America to vote, there would be more of them than us by a lot. That's why they win the popular.
3: That's why you want to stop people from voting. That, yeah, That's it's exactly, why it's, they want to slow this down. That's why they want to make polling places harder to get to, make yes. fewer of them so that people don't vote. They want to make it harder to vote by mail, harder yes. to vote early.
1: They want to do all that stuff because they, they don't want a, a, a robust turnout. No, here's the thing. Nick's ideology... And morals are bereft and bankrupt and evil, but his analysis is right. He he see he knows the numbers right yeah. now, and he's not wrong. You are right. They are bereft, but that is
3: the that is the quiet part of the Republican Party. Yeah. And it has uh-huh. been
9: for years. Yep, you're not. Yep, absolutely. Their vote. That's why they win the House. That's why it is the way you it didn't is. You win the
1: house, you fucking
3: and idiot. I hate
9: to burst anybody's bubble, but there is simply no evidence that there is a silent majority. There is no evidence of this.
1: It, I, I totally
3: agree uh, right
9: now. There are now. too many non white people in the country, Yikes. frankly, for that to be the There's case. Plenty the of fucking white people that are racist. And like 80% of them are liberal, okay? And out of the white people, it's like 60 40.
3: Well, it needs to be bigger so than that.
9: you got 40% of 60%.
3: That are liberal and 80% of 40%. You do 40% that of
1: 60%? I think you got that backwards.
3: Yeah, because I mean i I figured it's he's wrong because it's more there's more white folk that are conservative in this country.
1: You think more than fifty percent of white people are conservative? Yes. And he's saying sixty yes. percent of white people are liberal.
3: No, that's that's wrong. That yeah, is I actually I don't know what that number wrong. is. That's yeah. factually, especially in the in the well, at least of who votes, right? Right? I mean, I'm not saying of like <clears throat> of like
1: uh uh Registered voters. Yeah, it would have to be wrong, otherwise the numbers would never be. The numbers close. would never work. They would, never, would never, be never even work close. otherwise. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, it's it, it. They were they were showing like voting Republican, um, something like seventy percent of white males vote Republican, and then like Jesus Christ, seventy like like percent of white over, males vote Republican. Sixty percent of women do too. White women. Holy the fuck. The black vote and the and the Latino vote is almost and the Asian vote is almost always Democrat. But that's what he's upset about. That's what he's, t- right. what he's talking about right now is the, is the ethnicity He's saying anybody who's not white is voting for these other things. Right. And he's right. He's, he's yeah. I mean, he's probably wrong but, about all his math, but he's, he's right, he's about, right about
1: Yeah. And he's right about the, the analysis that yeah. like he wants to live in a fucking white ethno state yeah. and he's pissed Absolutely. that he can't he's have pissed it. pissed
3: that
9: he can't. But the math, I tried it earlier. It didn't work. You do the math on that. It, there's not enough of us, okay? Now that's not a total black pill because this isn't a democracy and we don't want it to be but
2: wow so jesus. it's
9: not the end there are other i mean it's a, ways, a representative I can elaborate democracy on that later if people want me to but that's a whole other mm-hmm. discussion really but the point is when you look at these things like uh, abortion it's popular people like abortion hate it but it's true and you can thank the jewish media for that yeah wow. popular Sodomy's is popular the, jesus you know, being gay what? is popular being a feminist is popular Sex out of wedlock is popular. Contraceptives are, it's all popular. He's so mad because nobody will fuck
3: Dude, listen to all that stuff that he's saying and it's all personal freedoms. Like everything he is listing is a personal freedom and we should have, fuck you every libertarian who votes fucking hard right because every one of those fucking hard right candidates believes what he has to say. This is not, this is not controversial. Now his controversial statement about the Jews... That's controversial. You won't hear that on the floor unless it's Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about Jewish space lasers or something. And you won't hear somebody say, you know, an actual Nazi term on the floor. But if you think about all the things that they're saying, and he's saying, these are all personal freedoms that the Republicans hate. And if you're a fucking libertarian and you vote for these fucking Republicans because your fiscal conservatism is more important than your social progressivism you're an asshole fuck you forever
1: yeah and you know i I would also point out it is it is personal freedoms but it is almost exclusively sexual personal freedoms and it's sexual personal freedoms that women bear the brunt of the responsibility and consequences for yeah so like like it's not just that they're like, oh, we like, let people do what they want. It's like, no, we really, really want to get hard. We really want to harp on sex. We really want to harp on sex and the consequences of sex. Yeah. And we want to make sure that we can create an environment that has the maximum amount of consequentialness or consequentiality or the most consequences, <laughs> the most consequences for sex, but it's not most consequences for everybody. It's the most consequences for women. Yeah. Take away what, like, look, look at his worldview. What does he want? He wants to like, he wants, okay, let's say there was no gay marriage. Let's say there was, let's say being homosexual was outlawed. Well, what does that mean? It means that there's going to be more heterosexual couples without access to contraception in his world and without access to abortion. That that naturally leads to a world where women again. We've talked about this yeah, before. They get removed from the workforce. They get removed from the fucking workforce. Yeah. This is this is all about making sure that men have power over women. That's what. Yeah. That's why they focus on sexual yeah. issues, yeah. right? Yeah. They're not talking about yeah. other issues. They're talking yeah. so much about sex because they know that sex is the gateway to making sure that they are the ones who have power. Yeah,
3: and they and they're it's they're probably against same sex marriages not because. They they care about two gay guys. They care about women being out of their pool. Yeah, right. You know what I mean. Like yeah. that's probably why they're against gay marriage, gay unions.
9: that's not to say I like that. Popular means the people support it, which they do. And uh, and it sucks, and it is what it is. But that's why we need uh, dictatorship. Yikes. That's unironically why we need to get rid of all that. We need to take control of the media or take control of the government and force the people to believe what we believe or force them to play by our rules and reshape the society.
1: Fucking, fucking hell. But oh. you know, at least he's honest. That's, he's you know only, what he is? He's one of the few honest. That's Mitch McConnell, that's, man. No, What's that, the difference between that guy and fucking Mitch McConnell? There
3: isn't any difference between him and any hard right any hard right person in yep. any of this – in any – place in government in any place in government. Right. You know, if you were to ask Trump these questions about what you like and what you don't like and what you support and what you don't support, they would be, I think, a little more artful about how they say it. Even Trump might be a little more artful and a little more dodgy and a little more wishy-washy about how they
1: come across it. But this is what they really believe. Yeah. Nick Fuentes is Mike Pence. There is no difference. Show me the fucking difference between Nick Fuentes and Mike Pence. They're the same fucking person. Sure. They're the same weird, sex-obsessed fucking yeah. regressive garbage yeah. Nazis. How do you fucking vote for these people?
3: And here's the thing, man, he's not saying anything that's that's really super anti-Republican party. How do you vote for these people? How do you bring yourself to vote for these people? How do you be somebody who grew up in a culture where we didn't demonize gay people? Like, I mean, I know my parents had like a it was all you had to be in the closet or you get the shit kicked out of you or whatever. And even as as a younger person, I knew that it was it was something that came out, you know, people started coming out in the eighties, but it was certainly demonized. But once I got in, once you started getting into the nineties and the two thousands, people started accepting it much more. Now, don't get me wrong; you, you still have like Matthew Shepard, you still have some yeah, some serious problems for sure. But there's a there was a there was a bigger acceptance as time goes on. So I don't know how you could be his age and have these
1: views, like these these rabid views. But there's so many people in this country that have them. so many, and I think that they're what they're seeing more and more. Although. Encouraging news is that it looks like a federal law. Yeah, that, that will that will yeah. enshrine into federal law, independent of the Supreme Court. Yeah. Republicans g-
3: crossing the aisle. Twelve to get of them. the twelve of them to get this to get to bounce it past the filibuster. Same-sex marriage. And there's a lot of people. Or marriage that, equality. Yeah, I should equality. say marriage equality. But, but man, you know they they recognize that there's a lot of people in their constituency who who are still voting for them for some fucking reason. Yeah. And they are they recognize that this is a big deal to the people in their area. These aren't these aren't stupid people. They poll the people around. Yeah. This is this these is stupid yes. people. No. Yeah. Like you're talking about well, some of them are stupid. I mean, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but, but the people on this list, when you talk about the people no, on this list, you know they have the finger on the pulse of their group. Absolutely. Of their area, of their state. Yep. You know, you got two people from Alaska both saying the same thing. Yep. You got Mitt Romney. Now Mitt Romney definitely recognizes the necessity for this. And I think Mitt Romney, he'll never get out. He'll yeah, never I,
1: get out of M- Mitt Romney recognizes the necessity of it. And not, I think, I do not think that it is a coincidence that just the week before the Mur- the Mormon church came out and basically said that there was indoor It was, it was not opposed yeah. to same sex marriages. Then Mitt Romney, think- who is like probably the most influential Mormon, Mormon in politics yeah. Turns around and so these things are all like there's there's clearly a yeah. relationship here, yeah. right? Yeah. There's clearly a relationship
3: here. Yeah, man, but that, don't ever fucking don't ever come under the assumption that Nick
1: Fuentes is anything other than a Nazi. He's a
3: Nazi. He just said it right out loud. He's a he just Nazi. Said it all.
1: But you know what? You listen to him and you're like, you know what, motherfucker? You rhyme with all the others, and you, you recognize rhyme with all of them.
3: That you're going extinct.
1: Yeah. Bye.
3: You know what that transition music means. It's time to start Vulgarity for Charity. But it's not really starting because we we started last week on their show. So, I mean, whose show? Funny you should ask. It's time to welcome back two podcasters wrong about the first season of Serial and one who didn't know Captain Crunch had seasons, Noah, Heath, and Eli. Oh, wow.
4: Yeah, this is awkward. We're not. Thomas Smith and
3: Andrew Torres. You're thinking yeah. of Thomas Smith. And I wouldn't have them on my show. So, no, you're fine.
2: It's good. <laughs> uh, yeah, This is tip of the iceberg of the shit I'm wrong about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, come on.
8: Have we considered that Heyman Lee just got a bad case to Captain Crunchmouth? Because okay. that is as believable as the theory that Adnan didn't do it. So, you know, I feel like we should all minds
3: open.
4: All right. Racist.
3: Now, before we dive in tonight, I want to remind you that there's still plenty of time to get the roast of your dreams and you can make it on air either by donating in our top 100 donors or just getting lucky. You know, you could just get drawn. And you know, the, the, I will say the number of roasts this year is less than last year. So get your I mean, there's not, like, as Tom said in a couple episodes before, there's not a lot of balls in that bingo jar right now. You get a, you go get a chance if you, if you donate. And as of right Please now, put your balls in our bingo you can put jar.
8: Your, look,
1: look. <laughs> And if you want to put your balls in the bingo jar, <laughs> yeah, you can Adam head over to adameneve.com. <laughs> glory check out. All right.
4: And so, with the inflation of balls recently, you should be
3: putting in more if you think about it. <laughs> so as of right now, we are at...
4: $125,627.28.
3: Which, with our $100,000 match, puts us at... $225,627.28 which means that we've got plenty of money to raise. So head on over to modestneeds.org. Give to any cause you like, you know, anyone you like the look of. Or you could just, if you want, you could donate to the general fund and then you send the receipt to Vulgarity for charity at gmail.com. Or you could, uh, you know, ask Heath to roast your dog. I, I, you could do that too. We're not so
5: doing... Heath can <laughs> roast your dog.
3: But before we get to the roast, we want to thank our favorite kind of donor to Vulgarity for Charity, the service bottoms, if you will. The folks who gave us money, but asked nothing in return, even though they could have had our bodies and our hearts. First up, thank you to Kelly, (laughs) Dave L, Mike B, Ann L, and Maggie E for tossing into the pot.
2: And an even bigger thanks numerically to Teresa W, Amber C, Dan S, Dennis S, and Diana S, all of whom donated with the sole purpose of making me like double take at the initials, <laughs> I assume, or maybe they're all related. And know. of course, an even thank thank of the thankiest to Becky
8: H, Bill G, Brian E, Sarah, Nick, and Maeve who donated like the thruple. I know you secretly are. And Justin B who watches through the window when you do it. Excellent. There's plenty more givers to thank, but
3: we'll catch you in a future edition for now. We're going to let the roasting begin. Heath, we're going to start with you. Cool. Let me guess. A dog? Is it a dog? No, no, no. But it's the one. What? Uh, this is for that dumbass <laughs> who thought uh, his wife would be amused by Tom roasting his baby. It feels like there's a story there, but <laughs> moving the on. the name of the person? That, yes. That guy yep. <laughs> would like you to roast Chicago native and Eli's gift to QED, Jepson's Malort. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Excellent. Malort? Tastes like drinking soft
4: asparagus somehow. That's exactly what it tastes like. Like they somehow ran the smell of hot compost and midlife regret through a distilling rig and they bottled it as a liquid. I watched an entire bar full of QED people make the exact same like, uh, and just barely keep down. It yeah. tastes like, uh.
5: <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's just like it's that basically. noise
3: I just made. Does. All right, Noah, you're up next. Adam S would like a roast of charter schools.
2: Oh yeah, charter schools proving you can improve test scores just by excluding students with low test scores since 1992. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it, because because the real problem with publicly funded education in this country was all that damned accountability, wasn't it? Um, And yes, the whole concept is greater accountability, but that just means more incentive to lie about it. Plus, the end result is a promise that if they fail their students, they will disappear in the night and leave the kids to fend for their goddamn selves. (laughs) (laughs) I I know there are people out there that are like, no, man, you misunderstand charter schools. Look, nothing Betsy DeVos supports can be good. That is an immutable law of goddamn (laughs) physics. Right? That's true. That's true. All right, Cecil, I got one for you here. Uh, Trent would like a roast of Mormon apologist and legendary plagiarism enthusiast, Daniel C. Peterson. You look like you were a product of polygamy and
3: somehow incest. Like, what the fuck? You look like McGillagorilla went in to get his asshole bleached and slipped. I'm like, I, I would make fun of you for being a plagiarist, but you aren't that good Because Tom doesn't own several of your books. (laughs) Okay. Hurtful. (laughs) Hurtful. Yeah. No, yeah. Hurtful. Hurtful. Okay. This next one's for you. Uh, Eli, Dan would like a roast of Louis DeJoy for Mario and Emma.
8: Okay. Louis DeJoy is sabotaging, the post office (laughs) an institution that sabotages itself each and every fucking day and he's making it worse and I, I think I realize why nobody has stopped him like he's definitely evil but he's just Every superhero's last pick for who's gonna stop him, right? <laughs> Hawkeye is pushing stopping Louis DeJoy back in his calendar. That's how evil <laughs> and pointless he is. Also, he looks like someone snatched Rudy Giuliani's toupee. He so, does. Yeah. so good. <laughs> and
3: Tom, why don't you give us your best shot at Catholic podcaster Timothy Gordon?
1: Okay. Yeah. I don't know who that is. I I thought briefly about caring and then I just decided it didn't matter (laughs) because like, you know, if you look up Timothy Gordon, he's a self-styled Catholic philosopher. And then I thought, okay, well that's all I need to know. A Catholic philosopher. What the fuck would that entail other than inventing a series of ever more convoluted mental gymnastics and jargonistic blandishments designed to excuse your support for a centuries old child sex trafficking organization. Like, what metaphysics do you employ that lets you sleep at night, allied with an organization with mass graves on their property and which invented a pelvic chainsaw for cutting (sighs) through Irish women? Catholic philosopher? Give me a fucking break. I'm sorry, are you also an R. Kelly apologist, (laughs) too? Have you some deep fucking thoughts we should all tune into about the Holocaust, maybe? Catholic philosopher. Fucking please. Is there a particular scent of incense that you can swing around <laughs> that hides the stench of centuries of pederasts and misogynists and Nazi collaborators? Who the fuck do you have to be inside? How depraved and craven and broken and worthless and cruel to spend time not just apologizing for these rapists and child murderers, but then to make the whole thing worse by podcasting about it. <laughs> you put the incense on a
4: chain and swing it.
3: We'll keep him back a couple of feet. (laughs) All right, Noah. Back to you, friend of the show George Ramaka asked that you roast his podcast, which all three of you have been on. Does this still work?
2: Oh, he is so lucky that his podcast is coming. Like it's mentioned, is coming right after the pedophilia apologist <laughs> podcast, so now his is good in comparison. But yeah, no, so does this still work? It's like GAM, but without all the humor and social relevance. Yikes. Um, but, <laughs> oh, but I keep listening. I do keep listening to George, not because I find it interesting or entertaining, um, but because I am convinced <laughs> that that show is going to end with Joe beating the absolute shit out of you over a plot hole-based disagreement. And I don't want anyone to spoil that for me before I hear it for myself. That's why I keep
3: tuning in. (laughs) Beneath this one's for you. Joe wants to roast Governor Tudor Dixon.
8: Oh, that's so good the way that's phrased
3: because of how the election worked out.
4: So good. Okay, Tudor Dixon, not governor, looks exactly like... Gretchen Whitmer got turned evil by a spell. (laughs) Like, exactly. (laughs) The people of Michigan, we actually got to decide between Whitmer and evil Whitmer. And 44% (laughs) chose evil Whitmer. She defended the use of blackface, by the way, in the year of our Lord 2020. In response to a blackface incident with a YouTuber, Dixon said, we can no longer have comedy. Which means either A, jokes can't be funny to her without blackface. Or B, <laughs> she thinks comedians cannot tell jokes without accidentally wearing blackface from time to time. Like they fall face first into it and then they tell a joke by accident. Those two options are both absurd. Now, okay, well, <laughs> yes, yes. Eli accidentally wore blackface for a live show at QED that one time. That one <laughs> I, was <a> chim- <laughs> I was a chimney sweep. <laughs> Tudor Dixon didn't know that. He was he was trying to be a chimney sweep and chimney and Noah had to be like, yeah, hey a- man, hey, hey, hey. That's you're a chimney say, say you need to say chimney sweep out loud right now.
8: <laughs> I was I'm a dedicated, authentic member of my craft.
3: Okay, Eli.
8: <laughs> chimney. This sweep.
3: one is definitely for you. Kyler. Would like a roast of real play DD podcasts and the hosts of them.
8: <laughs> okay. Wow. Look, it's sad enough that you play Dungeons and Dragons, okay? But recording nice. it and exposing other people to your D that's other people's work drama boring. No, no, no. Sorry. Other people's made up fantasy work drama <laughs> is what you're exposing.
5: This, is,
8: this is what true. children do. Seven-year-olds, five-year-olds, they run in, their faces smudged with fresh mud, telling you about the dragon they slayed. Not a 35-year-old accountant on a Thursday night. And the seven-year-olds don't waste a hundred bucks on mics. Also, um, check out D&D Minus if you haven't. Everybody's really good time. Wrap it up season one soon. Okay, best friend. Here's one for you. Nicholas from Norway would like you to roast Recep Erdogan, and Tim helpfully added in our notes that he means the one from Turkey. Turkey! You
1: know, know, as opposed to the
8: professional skateboarder. Thank (laughs) you, Tim. Tim, Just switch names. Tim, so close. I was
3: so close to roasting the skateboarder. Thank you so much. (laughs) Wow. You know when you're out and you wanted your mom to get you something and she would say, we have it at home one is the dictator you already had at home, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he looks like someone who held in a rabidly nationalist sneeze for 20 years. <laughs> All right, Tom, this one's it's yeah. time for you to put your skills to test. Sterling would like you to roast his boss, Betty.
1: Now, Betty, being jealous of your subordinates. That is imposter syndrome taken to a level of extremism and pathology that transcends empathy and vaults you right into the very stratosphere of shitty bosses. Now, I actually have the good fortune in my real life to have some wonderful people I get to manage, and I am not jealous of them because I'm the fucking boss. That's better. There's no reason <laughs> yeah. to be jealous of someone who is your <laughs> subordinate Unless every single moment of every single day you are absolutely fucking terrified that you will be found out for being the big stupid fraud you are. And that's different than imposter syndrome because Betty is actually a fraud. She's a giant (laughs) steaming pile of rancid bullshit, clumsily lumped and formed into a vaguely human shape. And she is just mind tearingly afraid that everyone will smell her out for the liar and fraud that she is which everybody already has. And one day this mountainous flop of well-deserved insecurities will crumble and implode upon herself. And nobody, nobody will have ever been jealous of her. (laughs) All right. Now it's time for our
3: lightning round. Oh, boomy voice. How I have missed you. (laughs) Category as coworkers for this round In addition to your roast, I want you to tell me what the colicky coworker is going to get for Secret Santa. Let's start with you, Heath. What should Natalie get for her coworker, James? Okay, well, apparently Natalie and James are both substance use
4: counselors. And James took a prank war in that office environment way too far and ended up locking another counselor out of their office. In such a way that the building engineer had to break in through the ceiling to get it back open what so they what? could, you know, help with substance use. So as a secret Santa gift, James is very clearly getting some kind of of-the-month club, like a food club. <laughs> and everything is going to be laced with slightly
3: increasing amounts of heroin. I feel like that's, that's
5: <laughs> the
4: only reason they are going at that point.
3: You brought this on yourself. And Eli, what should Megan lay on her company president Don's desk. I mean, you're setting me up to say a dumb here, Cecil, but <laughs> I think if
8: someone did that to Don, we might have a which clone do I shoot situation, you know? <laughs> Anyone walked in? This, this dude sends weekly inspiration emails to his staff with stuff like racial slurs Jesus. and opinions on who they should vote for. Jesus so, Christ. I don't know. A gun with two bullets and upper decker is toilet. The rest will work out in payroll,
3: Megan. Okay, Noah, what should the white elephant leave less, a.k.a. Paco, with?
2: Well, a roast from the knowledge bite guys, apparently. Uh, But barring that, I guess I'll have to do. Uh, But how about giving him a goddamn set of pruning shears to wrangle that god-awful beard? Ugh. it looks like he fell face first into a vat of fiberglass and they had to make a few compromises to get him out alive and, <laughs>
5: oh, and yes he, he
2: does have a lot of duis but to be fair if you were stuck in a car with that asshole as often as he is you would drink your way through it too all right uh, Cecil. what is a coworker if not a, a guinea pig owner um what should shitty what? guinea pig owners get for christmas no, that's not a coworker, man. A you, you picked the category, man. I didn't. All right. This that's fair. Okay. All
3: right. <laughs> uh, what should uh, sh- you should get for shitty guinea pig owners? A very small box. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. Okay. It's a very small <laughs> box with the wrong type of wood chips and hamster food. <laughs> and and if christopher wrapped it for you it's probably also an ied so yeah <laughs> okay. and tom let's finish off this spiting round for some ire that only you can deliver for tim's ex-co-worker joel all
1: right joel is a jesus freak anti-choice pro-gun lunatic so for Secret Santa, I actually want to get him one of those singing Billy Bass fish that like sing yells at you every time you walk by it. Only the fish is an aborted fetus and the song is Happy yes. by Faye. <laughs> oh. New no, merch, yeah, idea. Then, well, no, new merch idea. at the end of the song, Joel's wife leaves him. <laughs> I do like that.
8: <laughs> Brilliant. All right, now, All right. That's a merch idea we would make so much so
3: fucking, fucking money good. on. We should do that. 100%. Oh. All right, we're back into the thick of it. This time, a round of special requests. Eli Nicholas would like you to roast dads who abandon their kiddis. Sorry, (laughs) you misspelled kids. (laughs) I did, yes. We'd like you to roast dads Uh, who abandon their kids. uh, It's a a (laughs) four-letter word. 4 yeah. K I D. It's really three. You get I mean, the you know S, S for free. D word. Is there a K D word in the English language? K D.
8: It starts. Is it it. Forget kid it. Kid i going. Going. or kid Keep seen. No, it's kids. <laughs> it's just kids with an S. No, you, Eli. <laughs> it's your turn. Thank you, Cecil. We all have different strengths. <laughs> hey, dads who abandon their kids. Uh, if you don't mind briefly looking up from that 19 year old, you're messaging on Yikes. Tinder for a moment. I would love your attention. Uh, you blew being a human. I know. I know you're not supposed to say that different strokes, different folks, but you and I, we actually both know that you had the meaning of life in your hands and then you let it get away for what some strange, more free time. I hope it was worth it. Cause I got news. Dads who have their kids. Good dads get vacations too. Dads get adventures and night out with friends and laughing till tears run down your face. But then, after those things happen, albeit more rarely, we get to go home to our families, to houses filled with people so we who love us. On we fall asleep at Fine. night to the sound. You'd have never abandoned a child, <laughs> Heath. Give him time. Give him time. You yeah. time. Take them. Give him time. <laughs> we fall asleep at night to the sound of our wives' gentle breathing, but not you. You fall asleep to the sound of your own heartbeat, right? Just counting down the second till your meaningless existence is over. The two deaths in your case, simultaneous there in the dark, staring at the ceiling. You just listen to the clock tick down. Ba-bum, ba-bum, tick-tock, (laughs) tick-tock. Give God of War a try. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a 40-hour game. Kill some time. All right. Heath, Lisa wants you
3: to roast people who have positions on their kids' sports association. Oh, this is a
4: fantastic request. Fantastic. Great job, Lisa. So, uh, hey, sports parents, bring it in. Take a knee real quick. Your kids are shitty. You, You think they're good at stuff, but they're not. They're just not. You're probably thinking right now, okay, but... Some kids are good at sports and good at things. And my kid shut the fuck up. No, they're not. No, they're not. And if they are, you don't need to buy a building with your last name on it at the Little League field like you're a legacy at Penn. That's not how it works. <laughs> but again, no, they're not. They're not good. You're all Fred Trump and you're making your kid into a sociopath. Oh, Stop geez. it. <laughs> or just let him not play sports. Maybe they're not good at sports and they want to do something else. Let him do anything else. Fuck. Okay. Cecil, you're up next. Dustin and Ken would like a roast of themselves as a couple by <laughs> anyone but Tom, because of course <laughs> they're cowards. And uh, you are <laughs> Cecil,
3: not Tom, uh, but you can still make them regret this whole decision if you oh, want to. So that's nice. i yeah. it. It's nice, yeah, thanks Thanks for fucking picking me out of- No, we're only gonna pick somebody Who's not Tom, thanks I scroll through this whole fucking list Of all these fucking roasts Not a single Cecil request Everybody's like, oh, give me Heath Oh, give me Tom, I want him to sit on the dock And need an editor It's like, what the fuck, man <laughs> Nobody picks me No, it's fucking fine It's fine Some people like a ballasty roast Cecil, yes. I'm not knowing you I professionally so yeah uh, yeah no it's fine it's fine all right Dustin and Ken I mean to be fair that's the
1: second one in a row that doesn't want me so like it's it's (laughs) it's coming around full circle all
3: right Dustin and Ken I like that in your explanation you have to go out of your way to tell us that you like cheese motherfucker you're from Wisconsin you're practically sentient cheese get the fuck out of here But seriously, you're a good-looking gay couple. You're, you know, like your Wisconsin sports teams are better than, than Illinois and Chicago sports team, and have been better for years now. What the hell am I gonna rip you about? What can I possibly rip on you about? Run! fucking Johnson, Ron Johnson, three times you elected Ron fucking Johnson, you elected Scott Walker, Paul Ryan, for God's sakes, like 20 years in the fucking Congress. Now go lay down or I'm going to roll up a proper legislator and hit you in the
8: nose with it.
3: (laughs) Robert Lafollette should come back to life and kill you.
8: All of you. All
5: right,
3: Noah. Jennifer would like a roast of the Reverend Woody
2: Woodward. What the
3: fuck <laughs> what? is happening? Is yeah, that a no. cartoon?
2: Is that a claymation character? Please say that's a claymation <laughs> character. I, he may very well be. A, I saw his picture. He could be a claymation character. <laughs> so I'm not making, I'm not putting my nickel down Hot there. Clay. Um, yeah, this miserable piece of shit used his allotted time at the funeral of a friend of theirs who died from suicide to rail against the dangers of antidepressants. What? Yeah. He he told what? a whole funeral full of people that you can cure depression with nothing but exercise and vitamin D. Oh, well, and G and Jesus, of course. You need you need Jesus and vitamin D. Both sons, apparently. And and, and, and he looks <laughs> as if fucking Rick Perry fucked the creepy old guy from Poltergeist 2. <laughs> Yeah, that's really accurate. That's he, really looked, wow. yeah, he looks yeah. like if constipation could smile, basically. <laughs> mm. oh, so good. And Tom, Dan would like a
3: roast on behalf of his girlfriend, Rachel, who could really use a roast of her sister's
1: boyfriend, Dave. All right. You got, guys, here's the thing the story behind this roast was 1,200 plus words, 1,252 <laughs> words, but most of that was not necessary. You might think the story for all that length might be complicated, but nothing about Dave is complicated. Dave is a fucking failure. That is the whole story. He's a failure of a man and a failure as a father. He's a failure in every way that a good or even decent person can fail. Seriously, here, Dan, Rachel, let's play a game, all right? Hold up one finger for each of the ways Dave has been successful. Provider for his children, caring partner, grateful guest, Man of class or grace or dignity? How many fingers you got up, Dan? Rachel? None? Yeah, these are not high bar fingers, guys. Dave is nothing. He is a parade balloon of hot flatulence masquerading as a man. (laughs) The sooner you and your family stop treating him like he's people, the better Uh. off he will be. He is not people, he's just a guy who hasn't reached the zenith of his final form. Choked to death on his own vomit in a cheap hotel, that he will die owing three days' rent.
3: For See, if you, if you had an editor, you would just leave the parade balloon a hot flask. Red. You would just do that. That would that would be the whole. <laughs> I like that they don't
4: find him for three days. And then you'd
3: be done thirty minutes early, Tom. I, I like to fast. wind I, yeah, into it. Cecil. I like, See, I like okay, take, it's fine. Know. It's fine. I know you like to take your time. All right, before we close things out for the night, let's take care of some high money donors. These moneyed folk. Tossed us the big bucks for a roast from the whole gang. So let's get to it. Stormy Decisis ooh, ooh. had a fantastic challenge here. They donated $1,010 and they would like Heath to both choose and roast the worst congressperson, thus having to make a choice. Okay, and, I see what you're doing there. And, and while <laughs> I definitely want Heath to do that, I also want all of us to give it a try. So I'm going to go first. Louis Gohmert leaves office in January, <laughs> spreading hundreds more conspiracy theories than he passed laws. He passed one law one, in seventeen years. He's like a if a professional
4: podcaster were a congressman, <laughs> it's like evil Bernie Sanders, kind
1: of. <laughs> you know, as much as I despise the entire troll party collective taking over the House, at this moment, I would have to pick Matt Gates. Uh, Matt Gates is basically as if the 4chan manosphere was Frankensteined into being and then immediately fell into the chamber from the fly along with the can of Axe bodies.
8: I'm going to take the easy one, and I'm going to go with Marjorie Taylor
2: Greene. Oh, you bastard. Yeah,
8: not just because she's an idiot and a conspiracy theorist, but because, and people don't remember this enough, she specifically tried to pick a fight with a colleague across the hallways, trans daughter. Like, I know politics has gone to hell, but I think that's just an emblematic moment of who she will be in history, right? A bigot with a meaningless sign hoping only to hurt a child. Oh, and, bonus, she's so bad in bed, a tantric sex
2: guru was like, yeah, that one was what we call a gimme. That, uh... she's not an issue. All right, and with all the hope in the world that I'm dating this record, I'm going to go with Lauren Boebert. Uh, a woman who, despite being married oh, to a guy who exposed himself to teenage girls in a right. fucking bowling alley, has the relationship lead in terms of endangering kids with thoughtless dick moves. <laughs> God, <laughs> all <of> those <laughs> guns and all that stupidity, and you can't once accidentally shoot yourself in the fucking head, oh, woman. Jesus it would be so. That's all I want for Christmas. <laughs> right. The only non-racist thought that Lauren Boebert has ever had was "Have an awesome summer." <laughs>
4: <laughs> all right ah it's so hard i i want to say ted cruz that hasn't been mentioned yet i want i wanted to say the ones you already said too. that's fuck stormy's decides. i know what you're doing i see what you're doing fine no i'm doing it i got I have a pick i'm going with ivy league populist whatever the fuck that means <laughs> Josh. Oh, because fuck Fantastic. you that's nonsense He's exactly smart enough to know exactly how evil he is. And he looks like he always just now noticed that his upper lip still smells like pee despite a bunch of washing. I don't know how his face does that, but that's what he looks like. And you know what? That's what you get for being Donald Trump's fluffer. That's what you get. You should have expected that. All that being said... I still watch him running away from his own pitchfork mob several times a day as porn. So good. He's like a racist cat getting surprised by a black pickle right behind him that he didn't know was there.
3: I love watching him run away in terror. Uh, All right, next up, Coop Bucky would like us all to go after Christine Drazen, who very nearly became Oregon's governor last week.
1: All right, I'll start. You know... I admire Oregon for its liberal stance on euthanasia. Oh, and Christine, that law's for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even
2: need a disease. They have to lay (laughs) it.
1: If the the
3: shopkeeper from Needful Things gave someone a gubernatorial campaign, it would have been Christine Drayson, I think. (laughs) Okay,
4: yeah, she's terrible, but she failed in such a fun way last year that I think it's worth it for me. She, and she failed again this year in the election. When she was minority leader in the Oregon State House, she left the state with a bunch of her GOP colleagues to stop Democrats from doing anything by denying a quorum. So in order to stop those delaying tactics, Democrat Speaker Tina Kotek agreed to let three Republicans be on the committee to redraw the district map. Along with three Democrats, it was tied. So it was like right after the 2020 <clears throat> census, she was like, I'll give you half of this if you stop doing the quorum denial. So Christine Drazin agreed to that deal and came back to the state with her fugitive quorum deniers. But <laughs> this is my favorite part. As soon as they showed up at the state house, Tina Kotek was like, wow, you're fucking dumb. No, I was lying to <laughs> trick you. Was so obvious. <laughs> We're going to take votes on all the stuff we want because we have a quorum now. And you know what? You can't help with the district mapping either. Go fuck yourself.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and, and again, draws in lost in, you know, the election this year too. So you got to love bad mm-hmm. people losing. Yeah. Such good stuff.
8: Uh, yeah, for someone who hates minorities that much, she ends up being one an awful lot, right? <laughs> also, she looks like a real estate agent that specializes in houses where beauty pageant children
2: took their own lives. Jesus Christ. <laughs> she can really move those. Oh, and her homophobic ass has to forever endure the knowledge that in her one chance at the national spotlight, she finished beneath a lesbian. Oh. <laughs> she wishes. <laughs> This next one is supposed to be for Tom, but I think we'd
3: all like a shot. Beta and Robin would like us to roast HR departments and specifically the recently retired head of HR, Mary. So I'll go first. I would roast you, but we're out of the open enrollment period, which only lasts one hour when you turn your clock back each year.
1: So sorry, can't do it. That's fantastic. Set an alarm next year. All right. So here's the little secret about HR. They are not there to help you. They are there to protect management from you. That's it. That's why management hired them. You didn't hire them. You don't give them pay raises. Management does. Every interaction I've ever had with HR in the real world has been so utterly worthless and devoid of value, I stopped even pretending they serve a function beyond publishing the yearly time off calendar. (laughs) HR is the internal affairs of the corporate world. Great idea in theory and textbooks, but... There's just nothing there, there. And there's a pretty good clue right
4: in the title. Human resources? <laughs> That's terrifying. Human resources sounds like Skynet telling its robot generals about a battle plan over a risk board. Like, we'll need to pillage and plunder the meatbags over here, here, and here. Human resources shall be gained. That's terrifying. So good. If you need better treatment in the workplace... You need a year here. here. That's what you need. Oh, you don't have one. Okay, great. Now
2: we've identified (laughs) the problem. We need more fucking. Jesus, if there was a just afterlife, HR people would spend eternity eating cold pizza in the break room while some fucking angel told them about how studies actually show that this is a better motivator than heaven. But since there is no justice. And there is no afterlife. <laughs> HR departments still have a monopoly in putting people through hell. Yeah. Uh, Mary's hair looks like a mid-level boss's elven helmet. Right. It was just, so
5: just silly. Just, yeah. If so Mary does. walks
8: into your salon, I would be less worried about like what I was going to do, and more of like, do I have a phoenix down and a healing potion? <laughs> <laughs> I dodge her big
3: attack and then I roll to the right. right exactly. The right. It's always to the right. <laughs> all right. Here's one that, well, everyone except Eli has experience with Kenny and Kyle's app company donated a thousand bucks for us to parents who refuse to help their kids because they think it'll toughen them up.
1: Oh, uh, all right. Not helping your kids to toughen them up is like reading a book on the failures of Reaganomics and then saying to yourself, Yeah, but I bet it would work as a parenting philosophy. (laughs) That's
3: true. (laughs) Supply side. (laughs) Trickle down beatings.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Baby bootstraps.
8: (laughs) Hey, parents who hope to toughen up their kids by not helping them. You did it. Your kids are tough now. I mean, mentally ill, sure, but tough, sad, untrusting, devoid of the initial experience of support and love that makes up the beginning of the human experience. But they're tough, and you're going to see that. You're going to know just how tough they are when you are begging them not to put you in a home in a couple of years. You know <laughs> so real tough-as-nails kids you got there? Okay. This is a personal attack on Heath again. That's fine. I,
4: I just think it, se- it seems like parents can do both of those things. I feel like good parenting involves making your kids tough by helping, not by not helping. Like, okay, for example, when there's a toothpick hidden inside your breakfast when you're a kid, that's how you learn. And that's how you grow. That's how you learn about the real world. The real world is toothpicks in your English muffin that you don't know about, but you find it. If your parents just refuse to help with anything, you learn nothing. Okay, but seriously, fuck parents who like can't, do that woke new math that they're mad about, and then they pretend they're doing a teachable moment by not teaching anything at all. No, you're a liar. You couldn't do the old math either. You're just not good at math. (laughs) Be better or get outside help. Get a tutor. Fucking help them. Your your kids are half you. They'll need to overcome that somehow. That's your job.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and, and so, and here's the thing, though. Other than Heath, we all see through it right it's it's not a philosophy it's a justification you're treating your kids with callousness and cruelty because you yourself are callous and cruel you, you'll try to forgive yourself by saying you're just getting them ready for the real world and the real world is callous and cruel but that's bullshit Okay. The real world is also mostly covered in water. That's an excuse to drown your fucking kids. right? You're, You're supposed to be one of the islands of compassion that protects your kids from the cruel world. And if you can't manage that, it's not. It's the fucking world that should be blaming you, not the other way around. <laughs> except for the toothpicks thing, that's good. That is good for you. Well, yeah, kids. except yeah, with the yeah, you're allowed to do that. And finally, let's
8: close things out with a roast of our
3: choice by Elon, who donated a thousand bucks for us to roast whomever we want. Uh, I'm going to choose Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro looks like he fucked his hand so much his wrist developed a clitoris, and <laughs> and he still can't please it. <laughs> a very dry clitoris. <laughs>
1: All right, I'm going to toss out an unpopular opinion here as the guy who wrote the Skeptic's Creed, but I absolutely am starting to get the appeal now of the Cairo quacks and the Reiki nuts and the crystal shamans. Because as good as modern medicine is as a science, it has become absolute shit at even pretending to give a shit about people. The compassion and curiosity and the drive to help has been absolutely bled dry from medicine. The entire machine completely divorces the patient from their humanity, strips everyone of dignity and context, and has instead become a medicalized diner, turning exam rooms as quick as tables to make the next buck. The entire profession of medicine as practiced is a horror show. It is a damnation of cruelties and indifference. The best that science can offer is not on display or available. The entire system now consumed by quick fixes to move one patient out and another in with no investment whatsoever in the outcome for the human beings, pressed beneath the limitless weight of a crushing, meandering disregard. And with all the sincerity of my heart, my greatest dream would be to dance on the ashes of every last publicly traded corporate medical group and pick my teeth with the bones of their creators.
2: Jesus Christ. All right. That was heartfelt. Anything I want. I got to pick <laughs> anything I true. want. Yeah, no. It's just it's really hard to follow with something lighthearted, Tom. I was gonna do fucking Sonic Frontiers <laughs> and what a petty bastard. I would seem like, okay, no, I got one. I got a good one. I got a good one here. Um, you know, it it takes a special kind of loser to get beat in the same senatorial election two times. Uh But I'm confident that Herschel Walker is going to make that happen. (laughs) You are too dumb for a chamber that readily accepts Ron Johnson. (laughs) You have more illegitimate kids than IQ points and your stupidity isn't your most disqualifying trait. (laughs) But Herschel and and I'll. I'll say in advance that I can actually reinforce this point with pictures if, you know, just words is too thinky for you. But, Herschel, <laughs> you can't always... The if-thens don't always go both ways. All tigers are cats. Doesn't mean all cats are tigers. Just the fact that you're a bastard doesn't make you a cop. No, it doesn't. <laughs> 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 I lost him
4: yes. like four sentences ago.
2: Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah probably. So good. Now, so good. I've been known to use my wildcard choices for some controversial picks in the past, I'll admit it, but I think this is one We can all get behind. I'm talking, of course, about Snyder's hot buffalo-flavored pretzel pieces. Oh, sure. (laughs) Sure, they're delicious in there slightly larger than a snack, slightly smaller than a family-sized bag, but the consequences, Snyder's hot <laughs> buffalo-flavored friends <pretzel laughs> the consequences of you, Civil War soldiers dying of dysentery, thank whatever gods they had not to be in my position after <laughs> I consume you. Are you made of literal poison? If so, is there a dosage that will just fucking kill me without the torment (laughs) because the experience of expelling your delicious crunchy morsels, I must imagine is literally identical to pressing one directly into an open hemorrhoid. (laughs) (laughs) Don't eat them. And like all abusers, you just won't let me go, will you? (laughs) On sale at the supermarket, in an untouched bowl at a party. Because of course, everybody at the party knows better. Except for me, Snyder's hot buffalo flavored pretzel (laughs) pieces. I wish I could quit you, but I know I never will. (laughs) Okay,
4: I get to pick anything I want? Anything I want. Anything, Anything you want. You want. Okay. Anything you want. All right. You yeah. know yeah, what? You Dealer's yeah. choice. No, I've got an idea. This is a tough one for me, though, like to even talk about it. Um, I, I really, I think about this every day, like every day. Eli wipes back to front. Back to front <laughs> like a war criminal. Are you Science.
8: serious? <laughs> Science says.
3: Science is the opposite. No. That's, is this a whole pretzel piece on here? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs>
8: <laughs> Makes it so much worse with the pretzel pieces.
3: <laughs> All right. That's enough for today, everybody. We ended on a big high note. Thank you so much for donating to Vulgarity for Charity. There's still time what? to keep donating, Hot folks. We a couple lava. more days. Please, please, please yeah, keep donating. Stuff and guys, shitting. thank you so much for joining us today. I know uh I know that your schedules are so busy, and you guys love to talk about pretzel poop, and we interrupted <laughs> that. So thank you so much for joining us. <laughs>
2: Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for me. having
3: us. A- so we'd like to thank our patrons. Of course, we'd like to thank all our patrons. We'd like to thank our newest patrons. Jerry, Pecca, Jason, Mr. Crowley, Mary, Johnny, The Old Crow, Jacob, Keaton, and the people who up there pledges, Dave, Mia, Catherine, and... Simone Oz, do you remember? I remember Simone. Do you remember Simone? I remember Simone. It, 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 we were Tam. one of the first people we ever yeah, met. We were at Tam. Yeah, we met Simone. Did, yeah. Is she the one that brought the little koala bears? It was either her. or There's another lady. I believe her name was Lindsay, who was I think also there. So. I, I know it was they like were like Simone and Lindsay. And I don't, I don't remember which one brought I hope the koala her bears. Lindsay, because if it's not, I'll, I'll be, be a, little, like a shit. Yeah, but we only met them the yeah. one time. Yeah, but they were wonderful. Once. We yeah, hung out the whole weekend. We hung out the whole weekend. It was really great. It was great to hang out with people from Down Under going to Tam. The first time we had a blast. So
1: it was a lot of fun. That was so out. much fun.
3: Um, but yeah, uh the people you remember, it's kind of funny. So it anyway, is. so uh so we want to thank everybody for donating. Of course, we we pay uh we pay two salaries with it. So thank you so much for being uh generous with us and uh and for becoming a patron. And remember, you can become a patron on a per episode basis if you like the show. We're gonna be doing our book club recording very soon. So, book club for this month, we're gonna be doing is White Fragility. Uh, we're going to be reading it and posting it this November, so you could still get in on it if you want to hear our review and ta- our our discussion about White Fragility, which we'll be probably posting um, maybe a little after Thanksgiving next week. So we want to talk a little bit about some of the email we got. We got Steve who sent us a bunch of messages, and Steve is sending bourbon to us. It's, this is awesome. If you watch us on the live stream, you can see us. He sends lot little, little bottles of his bourbon that he sends to us. That he like, and they're really, wonderful. These really wonderful bourbons these are that are like corner case, small awesome batch bourbons. bourbons. And he sends them to us, and we try one on the air, and it's always fun. So, uh, so Steve, thank you for doing that. We appreciate it. He's a lovely them along. And so, if you want to see us drinking them, go check out the live streams. We got a message, uh, and this uh, is from a patron who said, Dave Fretrell is the expert on the manosphere, and he'd, be op- and he'd probably be open to an interview, so we're going to look to see if we can hunt this person Sounds down. Sounds good, yeah. And see if we can get them on the show, because we'd love to talk about the manosphere more. It gets so many people angry, and we love it. Well, we love uh, I love so the
1: butt of this I love when people it's get wonderful. so
3: mad about it. It's super great. Um, we got an image from Stone Banana of, of James Inhofe. We're going to post that this week. show notes. You're not going to want to miss <laughs> it. We also got an image, too, and this is from Alex, and he drew up an image of an elongator. Elon Musk is... At this point, absolutely a fuck up. There was a great line that I saw this week, Tom, where somebody (laughs) said, if you can be a CEO of multiple companies, it's not a real job. Thank you. And I was just like, yeah, you're absolutely right. He's the CEO currently of like three companies and he's a fuck up and it's not a real job.
1: Look, you can't be a fucking full-time barista at three Starbucks. No, no. You don't have that many hours in a week. You don't have, you you just don't. I love that he bought Twitter for $44 billion, but to do so he had to leverage his Tesla so badly that he spent over a hundred billion dollars of his really? wealth. Yeah. Because he can't just sell it without causing the stock price to drop. That's right. Yeah. So the total value of that purchase actually cut is so he didn't spend 44 billion. He spent over a hundred billion dollars in total <laughs> net worth. <laughs>
3: Good. Loss. Who cares? Good. He's such a shit too. And it's like, it's like having the worst micromanager mm-hmm. in history buy. Oh, I know. Because he's just such a shit about it. He's horrible. He's the
1: worst. And they I, fired like half I, the I staff. How, he's the worst.
3: I don't understand how anybody would want to work for that guy. He's such a piece of shit. He's, and he's such an eighth grader. He, like, is. he is. such. That's exactly.
1: That's exactly what he is. And, you know, he's CEO of three companies, but he's bought his way into CEO of all three. Yeah. He's never organically become the CEO. He just purchased his way in.
3: Yeah, man. Yeah. It's it's a it's Fuck that he's guy. such a disaster. He's such a shitty person. So we want to thank uh, Heath, Eli, and Noah for joining us on for Vulgarity always for Charity good this week. It's always a blast. And check us out on their show. We were on Scathing Atheist this last week, and we did our first episode of Vulgarity for Charity there. So go check it out. Uh, We want to thank them for coming out. You can check out their stuff. All you got to do is Google's uh, scathing atheist or God awful movies. You'll be able to find anything that they do. So that is going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to record a little early next week because it's Thanksgiving. We won't have a stream next Thursday, Thanksgiving. So we will not have a stream, but we'll be back the following week. So come check us out. Um, But we're going to record a little early next week. So, uh, but uh, so we might not do patrons, but we definitely, and we probably won't do email. Um, but we'll do it in a couple of weeks, and you can come catch us on stream in a couple of weeks. Uh, but until then, we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptics Creed.
6: Credulity is not a virtue, it's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit.